Welcome to the Stories to Love podcast, the podcast where I fangirl over creators and find out all about their inspiration in hopes to boost our own inspiration. I am your host, Tiff Marcello, an inspiration seeker and your resident fangirl. Hello, everyone. It's Tiff, and this is the Stories to Love podcast, and this is episode 21. It is February 2nd, uh, 2021. So it's just me today with a short episode. As promised, I said that I would start to mix in some answers to some of the questions that I've that I'm being sent uh, via newsletter, as well as my email. And I want to thank those who have emailed me and sent me notes for your encouragement, as well as your questions. I'm really humble that you want to know a little bit more about me and about what my processes are and what I do on the side of the screen. So before I go into today's topic, which is what apps and programs I use as part of my like daily author tool belt, I wanted to share my inspiration for this week. My inspiration has everything to do with my second son, who is now in his last semester in high school. Uh, the last couple of weeks brought two more college acceptances. I am really proud of him y'all. But what also comes with that is this bubble of emotions growing in my chest. With every step closer to graduation, the bubble seems to get bigger and bigger, so much that it's starting to get a little uncomfortable. So I know that there are parents out there who are going through or have gone through this phase, and who can probably commiserate and understand where I'm coming from. Of course, I know that I have to let him go, right? Uh, I do have an older son. He is already in college. And I know what letting go means, but I think it's because I know what letting go means that it's a little bit more overwhelming this time because it's not just about them leaving the home. It is also me letting go of the fact that I don't know everything they're doing, that I have to trust that they're doing the right thing and hopefully going to class. Um, And yes, obviously, I know that I can't control everything, even though I think sometimes I can. Yes, yes, yes. I know all this. However, it is just another reminder that I don't really have any control over anything And that he is his own person and that he is going to take his own personality and his own body and he's going to go to college and make new friends and make a community. It is very overwhelming. Um, But why is this an inspiration? Obviously, it's taking up a lot of my head this week. I guess it's more that he is an inspiration to me at this point. Um, I remember being 18 and feeling like the world should revolve around me. And possibly, I mean, you can ask my mom, but I bet you I moved around my home thinking that the world did move or revolve around me. And the world does not revolve around my son. And he knows it doesn't revolve around him because of this pandemic. Um, you know, the second half of his junior year, and of course, all, you know, we're at his last semester here on his senior year, in his senior year. And there has been no junior prom, no 
senior homecoming, no senior prom, um, graduation. I'm not really sure what's the plan for that. And, you know, the, he, it's just, it's, it's obviously not just him. It's so many people in the world. Everybody has gone through their phase of loss and somehow he has been able to keep it all in stride and he threw himself into college applications last semester. And now it's yielding these acceptances this semester. So I think back to when I was 18, would I be as all right with all of this as much as he has been all right? I mean, not to say that this entire thing has been smooth. It has not been smooth for him. It hasn't been smooth for anybody here in our home. But would I have fared would I have been as positive as he is right now? I don't know. I don't know. But watching him now is really such a thing that he's continued to put his, you know, one foot in front of the other. So he has been my inspiration, especially as I undertake um, my developmental edits for my young adult novel. So it's interesting because I'm I'm editing uh, a book that would be for him. And I am seeing him and he's inspiring me. It's really kind of, it's great timing. Because, okay, so if we slide right into writing updates, I am deep, again, in developmental edits for The Holiday Switch, which is my young adult romance that's going to be out this fall. I am also drafting book two of my adult romance at the same time. That's not due until late spring. But I definitely wanted to get ahead on it while I wait for edits for Um, the first book, It Takes Heart. So I do think I've realized that in this process of writing and authoring that I like working on two things at the same time. I like being focused on one thing and having all my effort there and then being able to play. And so having that second book to kind of draft kind of jogs the, the words in my head so I can come a little, I can, I can come at problems and at, and try to achieve solutions with with less seriousness because I am a serious editor and sometimes I think I need to relax. Um, speaking of, uh, I should be revealing the cover for the holiday switch soon. So look out for my socials and my newsletter as well as um, the pre-order for In a Book Club Far Away is still going on and will still be going strong until I believe... Uh, late March. And that is with Bel- belcantobooks.net. And Joanna, who is the proprietor, is taking care, will take care of you um, with signed book plates, um, a bookmark, as well as a sticker sheet that was um, wonderfully illustrated by the book cover designer, Ella Latham. So as requested, Thank you, Jenny G, for emailing me and asking me what tools I use in my everyday writing. I am definitely glad to answer that. Um, Just to preface uh, all of this, though, I am a traditionally published author, so I'm coming from that point of view, as well as um, that I, this is like my process and other people have their own processes and use different tools and self pub indie authors have amazing workflow sheets and all of these things. So mine is, is, um, is definitely my own. 
in fact, El Penelope just actually had a an, an episode on our podcast. It's called My Imaginary Friends. Um, the episode is about research, and she discusses some of her tools there are two, um, some apps that she uses. So I, I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can go ahead and um, peruse her podcast, which is so amazing. She's a science fiction and fantasy author and uh, I've learned so much from her. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in. The first thing I use is Trello. So Trello is an organizational app where each project or tasks is placed into onto a card. So it's pretty much like sticky notes. I consider they kind of look like sticky notes to me. And then you can organize them in this um, it on your board. And you can organize in columns or in rows. And what I do with this Trello board is that I use that as my work life cycle. Um, it's basically from the moment I think of an idea to publishing the book. So what I have are cards stacked up in columns and they are separated into genres and or categories like um, women's fiction, uh, YA romance, um, YA contemporary, that that sort of thing, thriller. So all of my ideas go there and they they have their own card. And then along the top are, along the top of the board are um, in rows, are marked columns, right? And each one will, uh, each will say um, drafting proposal, turned in proposal, on submission, with editor, you know, that it's, it's like the life cycle of where I'm taking this idea. And what I do is I move those cards as I tackle each phase of that life cycle. So in a book club far away is in the promo stage. And then you've got it takes heart with editor. And then you've got um, with the holiday switch, I have it under the column that says, right, um, editing, developmental edits. So that I use the Trello board as uh, on my mobile, de- mobile device as well as on my computer. And what I do is that it is my overview of my work. So whenever I do get overwhelmed, I like to put that up, put that screen up. So I realize that, okay, this is where everything is at and it settles me. And, and it also, this is where I go to because I put all of my ideas and little sparks in there. Um, whenever I start to think of the next book I want to write and play with, I take a look at that list and it's pretty long and I can do that on my phone, which is cool. The next tool I use is Scrivener. This is the app I've drafted all of my books in from way back in like 2000 and I don't remember whenever they were, uh, when, when Scrivener first came onto the scene. Um, my friend Stephanie, actually drafted on it before me even. Um, She is another writer. And Scrivener is pretty comprehensive. It has everything you can probably think of in a writing program. At first, it was just for a Mac. And now it's uh, Mac and PC compatible as well as mobile. You can use it on mobile. Um, And it can be web-based or it can be, um, I guess, computer-based. So I only use it on my laptop because I like to draft just on my laptop. Um, And I 
admittedly only use probably 25% of its functionality. I, I just know how to break my, my stories into chapters. And then that's how I work with it. But so the, for those that don't know with Scrivener, there is this thing called the binder. The binder is on the left side of the screen and it shows how your, your chapters and your scenes are broken down. And should you need to put chapter five as the prologue, for example, you can simply drag that entire folder on the left-hand side on that binder, move it up to the prologue area or beginning of the book, and the entire chapter moves. It's like the most amazing thing. So I avoid Word because Word kind of makes me cross-eyed. Um, I avoid Word until my editor or my agent tells me that we need to work within the track changes. But if I can avoid working within track, uh, avoid track changes, then I do, I make all of my corrections on Scrivener because oftentimes, oftentimes my, I have so much of the book that I need to restructure and it is such a pain on, (laughs) in Word to have to cut and paste because I lose myself. I don't know where I am. I I don't know what page 94 is. Is that chapter five or is that chapter 10? I don't know. So um, Scrivener is really just amazing for that. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels? Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. The next tool I use is Pacemaker. Pacemaker Pacemaker.press is the website. So I was turned on to this last summer by Rachel Lacey, who is one of the ladies in my critique group. She's amazing. In fact, um, she will be a guest um, in the next episode. Um, This Pacemaker is a word tracking app. I started using it last summer Uh, they do have a free version. So it's a great way to try it. But I am now (laughs) full in a pro user. This is they are not paying me to say this. The way um, the way it works is that you have a project, let's say for 100,000 words, I don't have projects that long, anything that long, but 100,000 words. And then let's say you have six weeks to write it or eight weeks or six months. What you do is that you plug that into their little system, and then you choose how you want to tackle the work, either, for example, in an oscillating way or in a random fashion. So maybe you have more work some days, less work others, or you can tackle it evenly throughout the next set amount of days. And it um, calculates the days for you, calculates your word count for you. What's great about this is that if you don't make your word count that day. The rest, you just put it into the program and then the rest of your month is recalculated. It kind of takes away the stress of planning. And for someone like me who likes to plan and who could probably gets stuck in the planning part, 
it alleviates my stress and I learn to trust this tool so that I can just focus on getting the words down on paper. It really is a genius app, in my opinion, for those that have to manage more than one thing at a time. So for example, if I have 63,000 words to edit for the holiday switch, and then I have 85,000 words to draft on my book too, I've plugged those in with their specific dates and it calculated calculates it for me. And it's almost like permission. So let's say I only need to do, um, you know, 500 words today for um, my book too. I simply move on. And that to me is amazing because for a perfectionist, I will keep myself working until the sun goes down. And because I keep thinking, well, I want to get ahead. This app makes it so that I can think (laughs) of completion. So the completion for the day, which is really important for me, I realize. I, I need to feel like I need to complete my work for the day. So the next tool is Pomodoro. So that is the tomato app that people are talking about or just in general, the concept of the 25-minute timer. So with Pomodoro, I have it both on my phone as well as on my laptop. And I set it for 25 minutes of work with five minutes of rest. And then after four rounds, it gives me a half hour. So when the kids were still at school, um, because I've been using this for a couple of years now, if, when the kids were at school, this was absolutely perfect because it kept me on track. And every couple of hours, I took a long break. Either I'd go for a walk or I'd, take, I'd have a snack. But now with the kids here, are here, now that the kids are here with me at home and everybody's working from home, it doesn't quite work as seamlessly. However, I still get my 25-minute spurts per day. It's just not as consistent throughout the day. The great thing about this is that if you're the kind of person that gets distracted, hello, that's me, I know that I have 25 minutes to work and I trust that that break is going to come. So I am able to let go of all other distractions. The second thing is that the five minutes allows for me to stand up. It gives me permission to stand up and stretch. Uh, For I am a person that has upper back pain more than I do lower back pain. I've always had, I was a nurse before um, and I've had my share of pushing and pulling and dragging beds and making beds and turning patients and all of these things. So my back has had a workout and I noticed that if I sit for too long, Uh, I will have back pain. Now, in the past, that wouldn't stop me. I would still sit for like an hour because I want to get through this chapter, right? However, with this, the timer goes off and I stand. I stand and I stretch my back. I stretch my fingers. And it's just part of my um, intent on taking care of myself because I want to be able to do this for a long time. The third great thing about the Pomodoro, now that all the kids are home, is that they understand how the Pomodoro works. So if they pass me and then they start to talk and I'll say five more minutes, they believe me because that Pomodoro timer will will ding. And then it's time for me to to deal with whatever um, question that they have for me. Now, I want to let everybody know 
that, of course, I deal with emergencies and don't worry about the Pomodoro. However, many times questions from other people, either from adults or from children, um, can wait. So it's, it's great because 25 minutes is really not a long time for people to wait for you. Um, a program that I use almost every day is Canva. Canva.com is a wonderful uh, graphics web-based app. I use it also on my phone as well as on my desktop. Um, it, it is very easy to use. I have the pro account, so I'm given more access to stock photos. And I use this program for everything from my podcast graphics to um, my sales. Like if it's time for a sale for the books, I um, I, I make my graphics there. They also um, create I can create GIFs or GIFs from in Canva. It is so easy to use that my 10-year-old daughter, who has just started her YouTube, a YouTube channel, um, it's so adorable and it's really just for family and friends, but it's of her doing art and uh, she's really so good at it. But anyway, she is able to use Canva and she knows how to create these graphics in order to... Um, you know, to upload for a thumbnail and, and um, for everything else. Finally, um, well, actually, it's not finally. The penultimate thing I use is MailChimp. I use MailChimp for my newsletters. But admittedly, um, just like Scrivener, I don't know all of the functionality of, of MailChimp. But I know what to do to send out a newsletter, and that's all I use. So um, my newsletters are very low pro. They're very, very um, casual. So MailChimp is, is, has a free version, and I started with that. Um, and it's a great little, it's a great program. And finally, finally, is the Kanban board. And this, I started in the new year. So I think I'd mentioned it in my last podcast. But I took the Heart Breathings class by Sarah Cannon, which is the quarterly planning class. It's called HB90. And with it, um, besides the process of thinking through what, what goals and tasks are, which is so important, she turned us or she turned me on to the Kanban board, which is uh, for me a physical board because some people can do this digitally. It's a physical board made out of a cork board that um, I've covered with paper and whatnot. And I have different colored stickies. And it's the board is divided into three sections. The first is to do. The second below it is um, what's in progress. And the third is what's been completed. And you basically move the stickies down as you complete them. Let me tell you, it has been such a game changer for me. I realize that I get very distracted with equal. It's interesting that I can be equally focused at the same time. I'm equally distracted. So this program is uh, the, the Kanban board is so cool because it is up and it's big and I can see my stickies and I know exactly what I need to do. Some people do this again, once again, digitally, and it works great for them. Now, everything else goes on paper. So uh, I have some things on an online calendar, like in my in my iCal, but really everything is on paper. I have several, I have one big planner and several little notebooks that kind of handle the rest of my author business and author life 
in conjunction with my family life. So at some point, I think I'm going to go ahead and show you guys what those um, no, those notebooks are those notebooks are, and I'll probably um, share it in my author newsletter. So if you subscribe to that, or if you already follow me uh, in my newsletters, there's a way that in Mailchimp where you can switch your preferences, and I do have a writing newsletter. Uh, or author newsletter. It's more author and writerly based versus reader based. But if you don't follow me yet, go ahead and do so. TiffMarcello.com. There is a link to my newsletter there. So I think that is it. I went through my list. Yep. I've covered everything. I'm really not super techie. I realized, you know, some folks have a lot more apps going on. Um, but I still value the uh, the paper and pencil. That's just how my brain works. But um, I do hope that it helps. And that um, if you have any questions, please send them my way. I am always so happy to share what I do on this side of the screen. And um, I do hope everyone's hanging in there and staying safe and getting your joys and inspiration in wherever you can. So I appreciate those who have subscribed. And if you haven't, please do and leave a rating when you can. The ratings are so important for um, for Apple Podcasts and for other things. I, I am just so happy that you are joining me here every week. Um, but if you'd like to support this podcast, please rate it. And please grab one of my books for you and a friend at my website at tiffmarcello.com. And that is it. And I hope you all have a great day. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me, Tiff Marcello, at the Stories to Love podcast. You can follow me through my newsletter at tiffmarcello.com and Instagram and Facebook, as well as Twitter under Tiff Marcello and Stories to Love podcast. You can support this podcast by picking up my most current book, Once Upon a Sunset. Thank you for joining me.